This is The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio with your host, Jason Drury. everyone from Ramsgate, Kent, England, this is Jason Drury welcoming you to the latest edition of the Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. As usual, I have a two-part show with loads of great music to get through, more details of which to follow, but to start part one, if you can indulge me, I must pay tribute to Australian composer Barrington Fuelling, whose death was announced on July the 31st this year at the also young age of just 65 years old. Born on the 10th of May 1954 in Manly, New South Wales, Australia, Fueling took up guitar at the age of six and played in blues bands throughout his teenage years. He moved to London at the age of 18 to study composition, conducting double bass and guitar at the Royal College of Music, and in 1977 won a place on the International Course for Professional Composers and Choreographers at Surrey University. Fueling then began laying the groundwork for a film and television career with his work on ballets, and since the late 1970s has written more than 50 commissioned ballet schools for world-renowned ballet and dance companies in Britain and Europe, and conducted and recorded several of them, including the popular works Run Like Thunder and Right Electric, both choreographed by Tom Job. Oscar-winning director and writer Anthony Minghella took a liking to Fielding's ballet work and asked him to score one of his early plays, Made in Bangkok, directed by Michael Blakemore in 1986. Fielding then went on to score more than half a dozen stage plays, including Arthur Miller's After the Fall at the National Theatre, and The Sweet Bird of Youth, also directed by Blackmore on Broadway. Fielding then made his mark on British popular consciousness when he began working in television on the popular ITV series Boone in 1985. Anthony Mangella wrote a number of the show's episodes, and the series went on to become an enormous hit. Pleased by the reaction to his work on the series, Fielding was eager to continue collaborating with Boone's producer Kenny McBain, and their next project would prove to be the most popular of his entire scoring career, the long-running mystery series Inspector Morse, which starred, of course, the late John Four. Fueling's scores for the series actually interpolated Morse cold clues into his themes, and his music was so popular that it spawned on multiple soundtrack releases. Fueling then returned to score the show's sequel series, Lewis, and its prequel, Endeavour about Morse's early years. Other acclaimed television work for the composer included Portrait of a Marriage, Stanley and the Women, the Channel 5 News theme, Days of Majesty, The Legend of Treasure Island, Mosley, The Politician's Wife, and D.L. and Pascal. His motion picture credits include the Anti Mangella 1992 acclaimed film Truly Madly Deeply, Shop Girl, and When Did You Last See Your Father? Hilary and Jackie, Dostradamus, Twin Dragons, and The Mangala. Barrington Furling is survived by his wife Heather and their four children. So, in tribute to the late Barrington Furling, we start today's first part of the archive by playing the piece of music of which the composer will always be best remembered for.
the theme from the classic UK detective series, Inspector Morse. That was the theme to the classic ITV detective series, Inspector Morse. Original music composed by Barrington Fuelling, of whose death was announced on July the 31st this year. He will be greatly missed in the TV and film music community. Now as I said earlier, welcome to another edition of Cinematic Sound Radio's Archive. Hello to our listeners at cinematicsound.net and through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, that's a new one, Stitcher, Pocketcasts, TuneIn, Google Play, Radio Public, and wherever you get great podcasts. It's great to have you with us for the show. If you're listening to this programme for Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, on your iPhone, doing a handstand or a backflip or whatever, please take time to rate and review the show. It will just help get the Cinematic Sound Radio and the archive noticed, and also helps new listeners find the program. Now if you have not listened before and if not why not? The archive is dedicated to new releases and new recordings of older scores from film and television. During each program I will also mine the vast film music archive with my very own cinematic sound radio shovel to unearth beloved favourites and forgotten gems. 
Now this is part one of a two-part show. Later on part one, we will have music from Philip Sade's score for the 1981 horror film Ghost Story, recently released by Quartet Records. My Best of British segment features composer Gerald Schumann with selections of a newly released suite of his 1963 Disney-produced adventure Dr. Sin, alias the Scarecrow, and we end part one by going back to 1991 and enjoying again Hans Zimmer's rousing score to Backdraft. But we now continue part one of this show, and this is literally straight off the press as I only found out about this release only like 30 minutes ago. We present to you one of the most eagerly awaited expanded soundtrack reissues of the year. Air Force One, the 1997 political action thriller directed and co-produced by Wolfgang Peterson and starring Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, Gen Close, Xander Berkeley, William H. Macy, Dean Stockwell and Paul Guilfoyle. Harrison Ford plays James Marshall, a one-time combat hero in the Vietnam War, who is now President of the United States. Communist radicals hijack Air Force One, with Marshall and his family on board. The President must use his strength and intelligence to keep the terrorists at bay, and devise a plan to allow his family to escape to safety. While on the ground, the Vice President... Glenn Close, the Secretary of Defence, Dean Stockwell, and the Attorney General, Philip Baker Hall, grapple over what to do and how much control to take in this crisis. Now, in scores resounding in patriotic brass and militaristic action, Jerry Goldsmith memorably saluted America's brothers in arms. His themes embroidered generals in service to God and country in Patton and MacArthur. Men fighting for survival in an American gone astray in First Blood and Capricorn One. An analyst pitted against enemies both foreign and domestic in the sum of all fears. And a peace-seeking president combating a coup in seven days in May. But no noble warrior that Goldsmith has accompanied had faced the impossible odds of a commander-in-chief evading terrorists aboard Air Force One. Demanding all the excitement, emotion and suspense that Goldsmith could muster in a mostly confined setting, recorded in a span of just three weeks, replacing an original score by Randy Newman, with the help of additional music from Joe McNeely, Air Force One stands out as one of the signature highlights of the unparalleled career that was Jerry Goldsmith's. Now what we're going to play for you now to celebrate this much-heralded expanded release is a suite of unreleased cues and alternates, including the exciting Mick Attack music by Joe McNeely, and also the much-requested Radax release featuring... Big, meaty, old, male, Russian-influenced choral music. So, without further ado, here is music from the expanded reissue of the 1997 political action thriller Air Force One, with original score composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith, with additional music by Joe McNeely.
Wow, wasn't that exciting stuff? That was music from the expanded reissue of the 1997 political action thriller Air Force One, with a Vishnu score composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith, with additional music by John McNeely. This new released album, remastered by the original engineer Bruce Botnick, is now available right now on Verez Band Records. You're listening to The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio with your host, Jason Jury. Welcome back to the show. Now next up is another welcome expanded release from Quartet Records. Ghost Story is a 1981 horror film directed by John Irwin and based on the 1979 book of the same name by Peter Straub. It starred Fred Astaire, Mervyn Douglas, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., John Houseman, and Alice Krug in a dual role of Eva Galley and Alma Mobley. The film follows a group of elderly businessmen in New England who gather to recount their involvement in a woman's death decades prior, when one of them suspects her ghost has been haunting him. It would sadly be the last film that featured the acting talents of Fred Astaire, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and Mervyn Douglas. One of the film's most memorable features was French composer Philip Sardet's evocative score known mainly for his collaborations with Roman Polanski on The Tenant, and most memorably for his Oscar-nominated score for Tess in 1979. It was his work on the 1971 feature Le Chat about a bickering old couple that inspired his hiring for Ghost Story. In fact, Sardi reconfigured some of the melody from Le Chat and expanded it for Ghost Story's main theme. The score also features a beautiful love theme which characterises the romantic obsessions of the male characters for both Eva in the present and Alma in the past, both going through different variations during each relationship. Sade's music develops a portrait of Alma stroke Eva as a vengeful spirit crudely toying with her prey, with a creepy playfulness of its ghost dance material implying her presence and influence even when she's off screen. Sade's full intentions for the score were greatly undermined by last-minute editing changes to the film, which meant some cues had to be cut down or tracked into sections they were not composed for, leaving much of Sade's dance macabre type music on the cutting room floor. All of this is now being reassembled as part of this new quartet record release. Despite all the post-production problems, however, Philip Sade's score still stands out as a landmark achievement in the horror genre. A true symphony which can still chill the spine. So here now is music from the 1981 horror film Ghost Story, with original score composed by Philip Sade and performed by the Hollywood Studio Orchestra.
That was music from the original soundtrack to the 1981 horror film Ghost Story, with a original score composed by Philip Chardet and performed by the Hollywood Studio Orchestra, conducted by Peter Knight. The original soundtrack recording had just been reissued in expanded form by Quartet Records. You're listening to The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio with your host, Jason Jury. Welcome back to the show. Now, my Best of British segment in this edition focuses on composer Gerald Schumann, for whom recently Naxos Records released a new album of suites from his scores, performed by the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Raman Gamba. Now, Schumann was born of Dutch parents in the former Dutch East Indies in January 1924. He left his home at an early age and grew up in England. During World War II, he served in the Royal Air Force. At the age of 21, Schumann began to combine his concert career as a pianist with the position of acting cultural attaché at the Netherlands Embassy in London. This continued for several years until Eduard von Brien, conductor of the Concert Gibraltar Orchestra in Amsterdam, helped him to attain the position of resident orchestral conductor at the Dutch Radio in Hoeversum. At the end of his contract there, he returned to England, determined to devote his life mainly to composition, henceforth limiting his conducting activities to guest appearances. Now, Schumann was originally introduced to cinema by his mentor, Alan Walsforn, who had made something of a success in scoring films, and it was Walsforn's recommendation that the young Schumann gained his first cinema commission. For The Long Arm in 1956, a police drama starring Jack Hawkins. Impressed by its vital and arresting score, Ealing Studios also asked Schumann to compose music for Jack Hawkins' next project, the exciting and potent Man in the Sky. With the composer completing a Jack Hawkins triple, by also scoring the star's wartime espionage thriller, the two-headed spy. Commissions were soon forthcoming. During the 50s and into the 60s, Schumann made his name in the horror genre, with scores such as Horrors of the Black Museum, Conga, The Camp on Blood Island, and The Lost Continent. Mainstream cinema soon beckoned Schumann with choice and varied subjects. The Cold War film The Bedford Incident with Richard Widmark and Sidney Poitier in 1965. The spirited Second World War actioneer Attack of the Iron Coast in 1968, starring Lloyd Bridges, and Cone of Silence in 1960, drawing its drama from a disturbing examination of airline safety procedures and featuring Michael Craig, George Sanders and Peter Cushing. Schumann's last score credit was for the 1997 film The Gambler, which vividly recounted the lean years in the life of Dostoevsky, played by Sir Michael Gambon. Schumann also worked as an orchestrator on such classic films as Lawrence of Arabia for Maurice Jarre, The Vikings for Mario Nassimbeni, and for Ernest Gold for Exodus and Cross of Iron. Now, the score we're going to feature today, composed by Gerald Schumann, is for the 1963 Disney adventure film Dr. Sin, Alias the Scarecrow. Produced by Walt Disney, the film was directed by James Nielsen and starred Patrick McGowan, George Cole, Geoffrey Keane, Tony Britton, Kay Walsh and Alan Dolby. The film was based on a novel by Russell Thorndike. Dr Sin was set in the south of England during the reign of George III around the year 1800 where a mysterious masked rider known as the Scarecrow 
leads a rebel band to save the town of Romney Marsh from the king's oppression and naval press gangs. Schumann's score is a lusty and lustrous tone painting, alive with daring do, with sweeping romanticism, intrigue, suspense and a little humour. Schumann created fast-moving, exciting action music for the chases, punctuated by a recurring pulse horn theme that alerts the smugglers to the approaching redcoats on horseback. In contrast, the theme for Dr. Sin himself is bathed in a warm romantic melody, aptly reflective of his noble mission as vicar and rebel saviour. When engaged to write the music of Dr. Sin, Schumann met Walt Disney on several occasions and formed a warm relationship with the charismatic, highly creative entrepreneur. Disney was apparently pleased with his score for Dr. Sin and he subsequently consulted Schumann on musical matters for other British-based Disney productions right up until his death in 1966. So, for this episode's Best of British segments, here is now music from the 1963 Disney swashbuckling adventure film Dr. Sin, alias the Scarecrow. The original score composed by Gerald Schumann and re-recorded by the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by... Woman Gamba.
do love a happy ending. Right, that was music from the 1963 Disney swashbuckling adventure Dr. Sin, alias for Scarecrow, with original score composed by Gerald Schumann and re-recorded by the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Robin Gamba. This week and many others appear on the recently released album entitled The Film Music of Gerald Schumann, available from Nexus Records. You're listening to The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. Welcome back again to The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. Now to end part one of this show, we go back to 1991 to enjoy again the rousing music for one of Hans Zimmer's finest scores, Backdraft. Yes, folks, Hans Zimmer today makes his Archive debut. Backdraft was directed by Ron Howard and has a strong cast which includes Kurt Russell, William Baldwin, Scott Glenn, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Rebecca De Mornay, Donald Sutherland, Robert De Niro, Jason Gedrick and J.T. Walsh. The film was about Chicago firefighters on a trail of a serial arsonist. Now, at the time, Howard had established a strong collaboration with composer James Horner he had been impressed by Hans Zimmer's score for Black Rain in 1989. While some accounts indicate that Howard wanted a different variation on the style of Black Rain to provide the hard edge to Backdraft's masculine tones, Zimmer himself indicated that to appease the director, he ended up having to copy some of his earlier score almost precisely for the fire scenes in particular. Either way, Zimmer was on the verge of being fired from Backdraft because of the miscommunication between himself and Howard, and the production's music director had to step in at the last minute to help explain to Zimmer what Howard was seeking in his approach. Despite also inconvenient technical glitches, the two eventually worked very closely on the score on a cue-by-cue basis, but the two men reportedly did not speak again until their reconciliation more than a decade later led to Zimmer's involvement in Howard's films The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, and countless others since. Now, despite whatever difficulty it may have had at the conception stage, the score to Backdraft was exactly what Zimmer and Howard wanted it to be, an ode to firemen. For Zimmer, the opportunity to work with 95 orchestral players, a chorus and a library of his synthesised samples, led to a difficult task of combining all three without drowning any one of them out. To Zimmer's great credit, he hired orchestrator and conductor Shirley Walker to help him guide the score's consistently intelligent balance between the organic and the synthetic. Zimmer's detractors, who followed in the days of Media Ventures' height, were quick to jump on that bandwagon. For nearly any Zimmer listener would surely have to admit that there's a fresh ambulance to backdraft that is missing from scores that he only co-wrote and produced later in his career. In short, Backdraft is an extremely successful match for the topic, and Zimmer has every right to be proud of his achievement. His own personal favourite cue accompanies the funeral procession at the end of the film, which is part of the suite you're about to hear, and it is an emotionally charged and elegant piece with bold brass, percussion and choir that indeed resides as one of the best single cues of his entire career. This score is an action-packed non-stop thriller ride, 
or a listening experience. In a bittersweet sense, Backdrop is a trip back to the days when Zimmer was a refreshing deviation from the standard Hollywood sound, and in part because of his rush of originality problems in the decades to follow, it remains a sentimental favourite to soundtrack collectors. Especially for me, who I admit is not a full fan of a lot of his scores since Backdraft, Crimson Tide, Gladiator and Inception excluded. But I've always said and thought that Hans Zimmer is a very talented composer and I respect him for being just that. For me, Backdraft is my favourite Zimmer score for a number of reasons, including the superb orchestral performance, in my opinion due to his collaboration with the great Shirley Walker, and also... Personally, the score came out at a very difficult time in my life. And with its rousing tones, it helped me clear the hurdles which life threw at me at that time. And in a way, without it, I may not even be presenting this show today. So, here is music from the original soundtrack to the 1991 action thriller, Backdraft, with original score composed by Hans Zimmer. Original soundtrack recording was released at the time by Milan America Records. And with that, we end part one of this edition of the Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. I do hope you have enjoyed what you've heard so far. Part two will be on its way very, very soon. But until then, from me, Jason Drury, please take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to the Archive of Cinematic Sound Radio. I would like to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice on the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, Derek Cosina for providing the Archive's intro music, and Eric Woods for letting me loose on his station. If you have any comments, questions and concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. If you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to rate and review the show. It really does help get the show noticed and helps potential new listeners find the show. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net.